T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Host of Locked On Hawks, part of the Locked On Sports uh, Podcast Network. Brad Roland joins us here. He's on Twitter at BT Roland to talk some Atlanta Hawks. And Brad, as uh, always, man, uh, glad to have you on board uh, with us. Certainly a frustrating last couple of, you know, few nights here with uh, back-to-back losses. And, you know, turnovers have really done this team in the last two games. Yeah, it's kind of weird because usually that's a huge strength of the Hawks. They've been in the top two or three of the league the last two seasons basically in avoiding turnovers and suddenly uh, over about a 48 hour period, they just could not take care of the basketball. And it was really the biggest reason why I lost both games. You know, it just feels like this team in, in some ways is so dysfunctional, you know, because, you know, to your point, they only average about 13 turnovers a game and it's really cost them the last couple of nights. And then they come off of a five game winning streak where they beat some good teams uh, I think they had won five in a row on the road. It, it just, you know, I, I don't know what it is, Brad, whether it's, you know, just health, back, back, uh, you know, uh, backstage drama. I, you know, I can't quite put my finger on, you know, the biggest thing that is holding this team back this year. Yeah, it's really hard. It's it's a little bit of everything in a lot of ways. I've pointed to the lack of depth for a while because it seems like when the Hawks are at full strength, you know, during that winning streak, I think they had three games in a row or four games in a row where they were actually at full strength. And whenever they are, they seem to be pretty good. And then you, you take one guy away, maybe two guys away, and the house crumbles. And part of that is because they don't have a lot of depth on this roster. And uh, without going all the way down the rabbit hole, it's basically, you know, they didn't, re- they didn't, re- they didn't replace guys. They don't have, uh, at least they, they're not willing to go over the luxury tax line, all, all kinds of things. But it's a very thin roster in a certain, in a couple of uh, different places. And uh, that kind of takes away your margin for error. And the other thing is this team offensively this year has not been what it's been in the last couple of years. And with a, a team built around Trey and this high powered offense, that's kind of built this, I don't know, this, this formula that was at least kind of effective the last couple of years. The biggest part of that was having an elite offense this year. The Hawks are like an average or below average offense. And it's really hard for them to win games at a high, high level when they can't score at a high level because, you know, you saw in that winning streak, they were scoring at the elite, at the elite level again. And then as soon as they stopped scoring at that level, they're back to being a 500 team. Host of Locked On Hawks on the Locked On Podcast Network, Brad Roland joins us here in the waitforward.com hotline. Brad, do you feel like that when this team is healthy, that it feels like they can play with anybody. And, you know, again, top teams and everything. You know, you saw against Dallas, you know, 
it feels like that when they're at full strength, they can hang with anybody in the NBA. It's just, you know, when they start to get those pieces away, like you said, you know, and they start, you know, having a starter here and a starter there, they just can't recover. But it definitely feels like when they're at full strength, they can they can match up with anybody in the NBA with their starting five. Yeah, that's definitely the case. I mean, if you look at the numbers even the last couple of years, whenever they have all of their core pieces in place, and obviously the core changed a little bit over the summer with Murray coming to town, but even as far as like their front court with Collins and Capella, it's not a perfect pairing, but those guys have always produced when they play together. When you, when, you, when you throw in Trey with those two big guys, the results are always fantastic. And this has been a team this entire run going back three years now where their best is incredibly good, like you kind of allude to there. It's just that they have not been able to find that consistency level that other teams potentially have. They've had a really good half of the season the last two years. Their second half has been very strong, which maybe is a good sign for this year. But it's not they've not been able to go ahead and put, put together the whole 82 games and not everybody does that. It's obviously a lot to ask to be consistent over that long of a period. But the Hawks have been pretty sleepy for, like, long stretches of time. And part of that's injuries and all that. But it's also part of this argument, too, is that you're never going to be full strength all season long. This is the NBA. You're, you can't rely on being the team that you want to be perfectly set up. And that's been the issue is that when they're not perfectly set up, they can't sustain. And, like, it's not realistic to just bank on always being that team that is 100% healthy. Brad, I brought this up on Friday, and I'll ask you. Do you think DeJounte Murray is the MVP of this team thus far? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't say that, but I understand why you would. I mean, especially in, in this run recently, I thought that wing streak for sure, he was the best player and the most valuable player. I think he had a, a pretty long stretch in the middle of the year, maybe the early middle of the season, where he kind of had a swoon and the Hawks were not playing particularly well. Early in the year, he had, he had a nice start. Um, you know, it's one of those things that's like, obviously Trey is the best player on the roster, but he's not having the best season. And I actually argue early in the year with Capella was their most valuable player so far this year, just because of the fact that his, um, his defense anchored them, and it was really the defense that carried them to some wins earlier in the season. Murray kind of does both, and I guess that's probably the best argument for him is that he's more of a two-way player than Trey. I'll still lean Trey's direction, but uh, acknowledging that he's not been, his, not, not been his best this year overall, I could see why you would think that about Murray because he is a very important piece. So when he has it going, as we saw last week, the Hawks are a lot harder stuff. And I say it because I really do think that, and look, even go back to opening night against Houston, that there are probably six or seven games that last year's Hawks would have lost had they not have had DeJounte Murray. Um, whether, you know, listen, even even against Luka, when I, I think it was he was one for nine, um, you know, for the last nine minutes of that game, like, it just feels like that there are games that, had they not had Murray on the court, they would have lost a bunch of these games last year and been even really worse off than, than where they're even at right now. Yeah, I think part of the appeal of getting Murray in the first place was the ability to 
um, make tough shots and take tough shots in a way that in previous years we saw in the, in the playoffs, especially last season, I think his, the trade to get him was kind of a direct reaction to that Miami series. But the Hawks only had one guy that could really create and make a tough shot, and it was Trey. And I think they all, they all kind of knew that. Maybe some Bogdanovich sprinkled in there as well, but they, they really wanted to go out and fix that problem. DeJounte is uh, built for those moments. He likes those moments. He likes to get those. And uh, honestly, he's, he's a very adept, almost, almost, almost too adept sometimes, at creating those tough mid-range attempts that are very valuable if you can make them. I think your point there is great in that he's going to have to uh, keep doing that, and I think he's pulled the game out of the fire as a result. The other side would be the Hawks. Maybe they're not clicking at full strength all the time when they play together. But I think that, uh, again, that's, that's part of the appeal of having him is just having somebody else when Trey's not cooking, which has been happening more often this year than in previous years, to kind of have someone to go to and have him uh, pull games out at the end. Host of Locked On Hawks, Brad Roland, joins us here on the WaitFor.com hotline as we talk some Hawks basketball. Um, so it's the million-dollar question. You know, are they going to be buyers at the trade deadline? Are they going to be sellers? They're $1.9 million from the luxury tax. I really do believe that there's been a concerted effort, and I would even say that, you know, it it may even be part of the reason why the former general manager isn't here now that, you know, Tony Ressler always said, if it if it makes sense to go in the luxury tax, we'll go in it. But right now it hasn't made a whole lot of sense. So do you think that they're buyers, sellers? Where do you think that they're going to be come trade deadline time? Yeah, it's obviously, like you said, the million-dollar question. I do think that the, that the tax line is not a 100% threshold, but they've treated it like that. You know, going, going back to the summer, I think they did some moves, especially the Kevin Herter trade, that were pretty much designed to get under that luxury tax line, and the consensus around the league is that the Hawks are not likely to go over that line. And you could certainly argue that as a 500 team right now, that it wouldn't make a ton of sense to go over because, you know, why are you going to push into your chips now for the season? That It's not a lost season, but you're not, like, in position to be a top two or three seed in the East either. There are ways to buy without going all in. I think there are contracts that the Hawks could move to where you could actually try to improve the roster and not add money. I think Justin Holiday is a guy you could kind of circle. Maybe you, maybe you do Justin Holiday in a in a draft pick kind of trade to get someone who is a little bit better than Holiday, but also still makes manageable money. I think Bogdanovich is a guy you have to circle as someone who has eighteen million dollars in the books who could be expendable more so now with AJ Griffin kind of having a breakout in the uh, last few months. And then of course there's John Collins who has been in rumors for basically three years now. So. There are ways to make trades and maybe not full-on buy and go all in, but maybe tweak the roster without having to go over that tax line. I think what this recent winning streak did probably, though, is take away like the full-on sell option. I was asked a couple times a couple weeks ago, like, could the Hawks sell at the deadline? I think that probably won't happen now because of the winning streak that they've had. They're sort of stabilized, at least to be in the playoff mix. And I think as long as that's the case, they're not going to sell. But there are ways to kind of buy on the margins, if that makes sense. So, you know, during the five-game winning streak, you know, it's kumbaya and things were going well and, and all that good kind of stuff. And then, you know, as soon as they, you know, lose to Charlotte, it's right back to we've got drama with Trey Young and Nate McMillan and their dust-up or whatever, the kerfuffle uh, that, that, you know, happened uh, on the sidelines the other night. I believe that Nate will not be here next year. Do you think that they – because something's got to shake up with this team. Do you think the coach is in play? Do you think that he will, you know, coach out the season? I mean, where do we stand with Nate McMillan? After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, I think that it's likely um, at this point from what I've heard and what I understand that he will not be back next season. Um, as far as in-season is concerned, I think there's been even reporting out there that the Hawks almost want him to stay. Um, there was obviously the report out there that Nate wanted to at least consider resigning. And I think part of the reason why the Hawks would like him to stay around for now is because his bench is not full of like proven candidates. You know, when they fired Lloyd Pierce, they had a very natural successor to go to in Nate McMillan, who has a, who had a proven track record and it also worked out for, very well for them. This time around, they have some veteran assistant coaches. Joe Prunty has been around for a long time, but he's not Nate McMillan. He, he doesn't have that command to where if you fire Nate, you don't really have a backup plan in the middle of the season. And I know people are kind of uh, maybe fall in love with uh, external candidates, but no, no top flight candidates going to come in in the middle of the season from outside the organization. So I think they're kind of just holding the water for right now. Could that change? Could they have a miraculous run like, the, like, like, like what happened two years ago for Nate to get reinvigorated and stick around and have uh, this thing come together? Sure, they could. But I think from what I understand now, I would certainly be at least mildly surprised if he was back next year and maybe we'll see sort of that full cleaning of the house on the staff and maybe get a, a full overhaul because it's a lot, of Nate, a lot of Nate's guys that are in there now. So maybe that'll change things. Uh, I'm sure the roster will change in some form too. They have some free agents. They have some ways to tweak the roster. But I certainly am uh, not, not quite on assuming. I'm not saying it's that, not I'm not saying it's done, but I think that Nate's not going to be back if I had to guess. Brad, last question for you. How much has the behind-the-scenes drama within the organization, how much has that had an effect, do you think, on the actual basketball court? I mean, you know, we've heard terms like dysfunctional and, you know, like we've not heard glowing things, you know, in the Sam Amick uh, article you know, that came out a couple of weeks ago, did not paint a pretty picture. But how much do you think has really affected what's gone within just between the lines on the actual court itself? I, I don't really believe it's been kind of a, a real effect on there. I think that there's just a lot of other things within the parameters of the team. But how much do you think that the backstage drama, if you will, has had an effect on the court product? I'm more on your side of this. I, I think that, yeah, it's not great to have a behind-the-scenes environment that's not going perfectly. Um, but I, I tend to think that as far as on the court, it could be overstated how much impact there is between, you know, infighting in the front office in particular. They're, they're just not with the team all that much. It's not that – it's not really the same environment. You know, locker room stuff can have a little bit more of an impact. You know, coach-player stuff can be a little bit more directly impactful. But so as far as the – for office and the organizational dysfunction, I tend to be on your side. It's not going to be as big of a deal. But I will say, you know, the biggest thing in an organization is when you come into the season and you've already kind of not gone all in, but certainly pushed some chips in to get DeJounte Murray, and there's a mandate from the top down to win games, and everyone feels pressure, and then you don't win, that can kind of breed the negativity and the frustration that kind of leads to some ugly results. So it's all part of the recipe. But I think for me, the biggest thing with any NBA team is if you have expectations to win and you're not winning, no one's going to be very happy. It's not, be, it's, not, it's not a fun place to be all the time when you're, not, when you're not performing well. And as we saw last week, when they're winning, the vibes are great. And that's kind of the way it works in the NBA. Winning is good. Losing is bad. And a lot of this stuff can be kind of 
view through that very, very uh, plain and also pretty obvious prism. He's the host of uh, Locked on Hawks, your daily podcast, all things uh, Atlanta Hawks related. And uh, Brad is uh, on uh, Twitter at BT Roland and join us here on the waitfor.com hotline. Brad, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. We will chat again here soon. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.